The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up, and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep, on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. When they asked them, Why were you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even wind and sea obey? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So God said to Jonah the prophet in the Old Testament, Go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach. Now, Nineveh was responsible for the destruction and deportation of the ten northern tribes of Israel. Yeah, people who were absolutely, completely, totally merciless. So Jonah turned to God and says, if, if I go to Nineveh, I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to preach. They're going to listen. Then they're going to repent. And then you're going to forgive them. Because you're merciful and kind, slow to anger, rich in kindness. And I'm not going to go, because I don't want any part of their salvation. So instead of Jonah going east to Nineveh, he goes in the opposite direction, jumps on a boat, and goes west. When the boat reaches the middle of the sea, God stirs up this great storm. And the sailors in the boat are terrified. One of the Psalms, it says that the sailors go down in the sea in ships, and there they see the power and majesty of God. I'm sure that if I was in one of those ancient boats in the middle of the ocean with a hurricane all around me, I too will see the, 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 the tremendous power and majesty of God. I probably wouldn't be having a very good time, but I would definitely see the, the, the power and majesty of God. So they were the sailors, they're in the boat. And they turn to one another and they say, let's turn to each of our own pagan gods and we'll pray that that maybe one of the gods will relent and and, uh, quiet the storm. Well, the more they prayed, the the storm got worse. So they got back together again and they said, one of us is not praying. So they went through a whole boat and they found Jonah the prophet in the bottom of the boat asleep on a cushion. So they woke him up and they said, what are you doing? Why aren't you praying like we are praying? We're going to perish. And Jonah says, well, the reason I'm not praying is because God asked me to do something and I didn't do it. And the sailors said, God asked you to do something you didn't do it? Are you kidding? So all of the sailors turned to the God of Jonah, Yahweh, the true God, and prayed. 
And God, of course, heard the prayer, and as we know the story, God calmed the storm, and he even sent a water taxi to rescue Jonah and bring him to the shore so that Jonah can finish up his work. So my question then in the story is, what's the purpose of the storm in the story? What role does the storm have in the story? Well, the role of the storm is to reveal. It's to expose all the people on the boat who have faith and the ones that do not have faith. And we find out in the story that it's the pagan sailors that have the great faith in God. And, and it's, the, it's the, supposed to be the holy prophet is the one that doesn't have any faith in God. And that's the biblical, whenever, in the Bible, whenever you see a storm, that's the purpose of a storm. It's to reveal who has faith and who does not have faith. So, now let's go to the gospel. And we have a storm at sea. And again, it shows who has faith and who does not have faith. Now the roles are reversed, see, from the story of Jonah. Now it's the guy sleeping on the cushion that has all the faith, and the sailors around the boat have no faith at all. And that's and so, and now you would think to yourself, well, you, the disciples should have faith. They, they should have lots of faith. They just saw a possessed man freed from the shackles of a demon. They just saw a whole village of people be cured of their illnesses and diseases. They just saw a paralyzed man walking home, carrying his bed. You would think, seeing all of that, that they would have faith. But the storm showed different. The storm doesn't lie. I remember my father and I, we'd, we'd go to work, and uh, we built a lot of footings. A footing is the concrete platform, and the, sit, and the house sits on it. Now, you can go around and you can drive by all my footings that I built with my father, and you'll never see one of them, because they're all buried underneath the house. The only time that somebody would actually be, uh, be aware of my footings is if the house isn't floating down Main Street, you know, during a hurricane. Then they'd say, oh, one of the Grovers probably built a footing there. So the storms are the storms that reveal strength and faith. So here's the faith lesson today. We have a job. We have a job to show the world our faith. Because it's great. But see, the problem is is that no one's going to see it. Faith always remains hidden. You can't see faith. The only time it's visible is during the storms. It's during the difficulties. It's during the hardships of life. That's when faith is seen. That's when it's revealed. It's in those times because storms don't lie. So when there's difficulty, this is our moment to shine. This is our hour to show the world the greatness of God.